Chapter 54 of Astoria, or Anecdotes of an Enterprise Beyond the Rocky Mountains, by Washington Irving. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Partners Displeased with MacDougall. Equivocal Conduct of That Gentleman. Partners Agree to Abandon Astoria. Sale of Goods to McTavish. Arrangements for the Year. Manifesto Signed by the Partners. Departure of McTavish for the Interior. The partners found Mr. MacDougall in all the bustle of preparation, having about nine days previously announced at the factory his intention of breaking up the establishment, and fixed upon the first of July for the time of departure. Messrs. Stewart and Clark felt highly displeased at his taking so precipitate a step, without waiting for their concurrence, when he must have known that their arrival could not be far distant indeed the whole conduct of mr macdougall was such as to awaken strong doubts as to his loyal devotion to the cause his old sympathies with the northwest company seemed to have revived he had received mctavish and his party with uncalled-for hospitality as though they were friends and allies instead of being a party of observation come to reconnoitre the state of affairs at astoria and to await the arrival of a hostile ship had they been left to themselves they would have been starved off for want of provisions or driven away by the chinooks who only wanted a signal from the factory to treat them as intruders and enemies. MacDougall, on the contrary, had supplied them from the stores of the garrison, and had gained them the favor of the Indians by treating them as friends. Having set his mind fixedly on the project of breaking up the establishment at Astoria in the current year, MacDougall was sorely disappointed at finding that Messrs. Stewart and Clark had omitted to comply with his request to purchase horses and provisions for the caravan across the mountains. It was now too late to make the necessary preparations in time for traversing the mountains before winter and the project had to be postponed in the meantime the non-arrival of the annual ship and the apprehensions entertained by the loss of the beaver and of mr hunt had their effect upon the minds of messrs stewart and clark they began to listen to the desponding representations of macdougall seconded by mackenzie who inveighed against their situation as desperate and forlorn left to shift for themselves or perish upon a barbarous coast neglected by those who sent them there and threatened with dangers of every kind in this way they were brought to consent to the plan of abandoning the country in the ensuing year about this time mctavish applied at the factory to purchase a small supply of goods wherewith to trade his way back to his post on the upper waters of the columbia having waited in vain for the arrival of the isaac todd his request brought on a consultation among the partners mcdougall urged that it should be complied with he furthermore proposed that they should give up to mctavish for a proper consideration the post on the spokane and all its dependencies as they had not sufficient goods on hand to supply that post themselves and to keep up a competition with the northwest company in the trade with the neighboring indians 
this last representation has since been proved incorrect by inventories it appears that their stock in hand for the supply of the interior post was superior to that of the northwest company so that they had nothing to fear from competition through the influence of messrs mcdougall and mackenzie this proposition was adopted and was promptly accepted by mctavish the merchandise sold to him amounted to eight hundred and fifty eight dollars to be paid for in the following spring in horses or in any other manner most acceptable to the partners at that period this agreement being concluded the partners formed their plans for the year that they would yet have to pass in the country their objects were chiefly present subsistence and the purchase of horses for the contemplated journey though they were likewise to collect as much peltries as their diminished means would command accordingly it was arranged that david stewart should return to his former post on the okanagan and mr clark should make his sojourn among the flatheads john reed the sturdy hibernian was to undertake the snake river country accompanied by pierre dorian and pierre delaunay as hunters and francis landry jean baptiste turcotte andre la chapelle and gilles leclerc canadian voyageurs astoria however was the post about which they felt the greatest solicitude and on which they all more or less depended the maintenance of this in safety throughout the coming year was therefore their grand consideration mr mcdougall was to continue in command of it with a party of forty men they would have to depend chiefly upon the neighboring savages for their subsistence these at present were friendly but it was to be feared that when they should discover the exigencies of the post and its real weakness they might proceed to hostilities or at any rate might cease to furnish their usual supplies it was important therefore to render the place as independent as possible of the surrounding tribes for its support and it was accordingly resolved that mackenzie with four hunters and eight common men should winter in the abundant country of willamette from which they might be enabled to furnish a constant supply of provisions to astoria as there was too great a proportion of clerks for the number of privates in the service the engagements of three of them cox ross and mcclellan were surrendered to them and they immediately enrolled themselves in the service of the northwest company glad no doubt to escape from what they considered a sinking ship having made all these arrangements the four partners on the first of july signed a formal manifesto stating the alarming state of their affairs from the non-arrival of the annual ship and the absence and apprehended loss of the beaver their want of goods their despair of receiving any further supply their ignorance of the coast and their disappointment as to the interior trade which they pronounced unequal to the expenses incurred and incompetent to stand against the powerful opposition of the northwest company and as by the sixteenth article of the company's agreement they were authorized to abandon this undertaking and dissolve the concern if before the period of five years it should be found unprofitable they now formally announced their intention to do so on the first day of june of the ensuing year unless in the interim they should receive the necessary support and supplies from mr astor or the stockholders 
with orders to continue this instrument accompanied by private letters of similar import was delivered to mr mctavish who departed on the fifth of july he engaged to forward the dispatches to mr astor by the usual winter express sent overland by the northwest company the manifesto was signed with great reluctance by messrs clark and d stuart whose experience by no means justified the discouraging account given in it of the internal trade and who considered the main difficulties of exploring an unknown and savage country and of ascertaining the best trading and trapping grounds in a great measure overcome they were overruled however by the urgent instances of mcdougall and mackenzie who having resolved upon abandoning the enterprise were desirous of making as strong a case as possible to excuse their conduct to mr astor and to the world End of chapter 54